Your brothers and sisters, have you ever seen the moment where someone takes shahada, someone says La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah for the very first time and the emotion that they display, you look at that and you say, I wish I had that. And you wonder and you say, SubhanAllah, where is that excitement? Or perhaps you are a convert to Islam and you remember those moments and you go back and you think, well, I want to feel that way again. Or you had moments in Ramadan or moments in your life where you really feel like you peaked in terms of your faith. Every single one of us in here can at some point look back and feel like there was a time that they felt closest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Either it was in the midst of a tragedy, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help all of those that are in the midst of that tragedy right now, Allahumma ameen. Or it was during a heightened faith awareness, iman awareness, because of what you were reading or listening to, or the season of khayr that you were in, of good that you were in, perhaps umrah or hajj, perhaps Ramadan. But there is a time when you felt like your faith peaked, like I was really where I wanted to be. I felt my heart was soft. I felt that it was easier for me to connect to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And sometimes you want it back. And to want it back is a good sign. To be okay with not feeling like you are at your full potential in terms of your heart's connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a bad sign. To be like, well, that's all right. I've already relegated faith to a certain part of my life and I don't care about that part. But to, to say, you know, I really wish I could feel that way again. And I really wish I could connect that way again. And I was thinking about really this incredible narration about Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And I want to preface the narration with reminding all of us about who Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu is. Abu Bakr is the man radiallahu ta'ala anhu who would read Quran and would not just be moved so much with his own heart that he had a difficult time reading the Quran without crying, but he would force everyone else to cry as well. When the Prophet ﷺ was passing away and the Prophet ﷺ ordered that Abu Bakr anhu would lead the prayer and some of the, the spouses, the wives of the Prophet ﷺ, they said, well, let's instead have Umar anhu read the pray, lead the prayer. Why? Because Abu Bakr has too soft of a heart and he breaks down in his recitation. He won't be able to reach the people in terms of his volume, the way Umar would. And the Prophet ﷺ was upset with that. Right, that he, he commanded Abu Bakr anhu would lead the prayer because there was something more to it than that. So those are two incidents to preface the incident I'll share with you. Imagine later on in his Khilafah, Abu Bakr as-Siddiq is watching the delegations come from around the world to embrace Islam. And this delegation comes from Yemen. And the first thing they would do is they'd read the Qur'an to the delegations that would come to visit. So they heard the Qur'an, Ja'lu yabkun, and they all started to cry. And Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu stared at that for a moment. And he said, I remember when we used to be like that. But then our hearts became hard. We got used to it. We got used to the Qur'an. We got used to all of these reminders and all of this, this, this beauty that comes with this faith. We got used to it. And subhanAllah, I wanted to capture that for a moment. Now, first and foremost, is there any doubt in anyone's mind that Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu still used to cry when he would read the Quran? Of course, Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu would still cry. Of course, Abu Bakr at his lowest point is better than all of our best points. There's no doubt about that. And people of high standards hold themselves to higher standards than anyone else. So he's holding himself to a standard. But that sentiment of, I really want to get to that place again, and feel that connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you think about relationships outside of the relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How do people get back 
to where they want to be. They remember their original purpose and they root out the distractions. They go somewhere together. They spend some time together. They talk very openly. They allocate some time to try to peel back to the original place that brought their hearts together. This is with two people. Like, let's get back. Remember when we first met? Remember when we first talked? Remember that time? Remember that time? Let's think together. Let's talk together. Let's go back to what created the initial connection and try to revive that connection. And the Prophet taught us that, right? To, to do tajdeed of our Iman, to constantly revive our faith by getting it back, trying to get it back, trying to get it back. And not just get back to its peak, but push it beyond that to its full potential as much as you can. Get beyond where you felt the last time. How do we do that? And you know what's so beautiful about our deen? It's not rocket science. It's reminding ourselves. It's not some, you know, fancy medicine or some type of recitation or some type of formula that you have to figure out. It comes back to the nature of who you are as a person. And the closer you are to who you are as a person, the closer you'll be to your love, the closer you'll be to your Lord. And so you find the ahadith of the Prophet in that regard. Man comes to him and says, my heart is hard. He said, look, if you want to soften your heart, feed the poor and pat the hair, caress the head of an orphan. Put yourself in proximity of those that are suffering. You know, we, what do we do when, when we feel overwhelmed by hardship that's out there? We shut it off because we have the ability to do so. I'm going to watch other things. I don't want to watch this stuff. I don't want to see this stuff. I don't want to know what's going on in the world. I want to enjoy my peace and this disrupts my peace of mind. It also disrupts the potential of your faith and the state of your heart. That doesn't mean overload in watching bad news. That means play a productive role in being part of the solution. Go out there, volunteer to serve the people, be in proximity of that. And it will put your heart in a softer place. It'll remind you of original purpose. It'll take you back to it. It's not sufficient to just think about it as some faraway thing. So that's one thing the Prophet taught us about action in putting ourselves close to it. Spending time close to it is important. But I want to get to another part of this, another element of this. Before a heart becomes diseased or dead, it becomes distracted. Abu Bakr was not talking about, this is how we used to be, then we started to gossip a lot, then we started to backbite, then we started to spend time in these groups and we started to sin more. He was talking about distraction, distracted hearts, distracted hearts, diseased hearts are when you're actively putting poison, spiritual poison into your hearts. Distracted hearts are those that don't spend enough time focusing on what truly gives life to the hearts. But if you're not spending enough time, if you have a distracted heart, then you're bound for a diseased heart. And if you let the disease persist, then you risk death of the heart. And this is something that's really important because subhanAllah in, in these times, we go back to these ahadith of the Prophet wasallam. The Prophet wasallam said, don't speak too much without remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because to speak too much without remembering Him is to risk the, harsh, the hardness of the heart. And the furthest of people away from Allah are those who have the hardest hearts. How much time objectively are you spending in your groups now? How much time objectively are you spending on your social media? How much time are you spending talking to people through devices or whatever it may be? And do you see that there is a healthy proportion of how much you're talking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or talking about beneficial things? 
and I'm not even talking about wasting away in gossip. And I mean, subhanAllah, to, to sin and to do harm in times where we should be reminded of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at an extra level, that's a bad place to be. May Allah protect us all. Talking about wasting a lot of time, wasting a lot of discussion, having long conversations that are of no benefit whatsoever. Proportionally, how do I shift that now? And subhanAllah, we know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's best reminder, that the best dhikr, the best remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is what? Al-Qur'an. It is the Qur'an itself. Ramadan is right around the corner. It will hit us quicker than we know. SubhanAllah, it is right around the corner. Allahumma balighna Ramadan. Allahumma balighna Ramadan. Allahumma balighna Ramadan. And you're talking about the Qur'an. How much time you're spending with the Qur'an. It's not rocket science, dear brothers and sisters, that if you want to know the state of the softness of your heart, spend time reading alone, reflecting on the Qur'an. If you want to know where you are in regards to your connection with Allah and others are in regards to their love of Allah, mahabbatillah, the love of Allah, then look at the love that your heart has for the Qur'an. Abu Bakr anhu held himself to a standard. So what he saw there, does anyone really think that those people that he saw love the Qur'an more than him? Or did he see a freshness? Did he see a connection? I said, I want to be that way. I want to have that. I want to always capture that fresh feeling of the Qur'an. That fresh feeling of the Qur'an. Are you reading Qur'an more than you were before? Are you spending more time with the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Reflecting on that dhikr. Because I guarantee you, and I guarantee myself, because Allah guaranteed all of us, that if we were to reduce the time that we spend in pointless conversation, may Allah protect us from hearts that are distracted, diseased, or dead. Allahumma ameen. If we were to spend less time in that and more time with that recitation, our hearts will be alive. Our hearts will be alive. And you know, they talk about social media addiction. People wake up in the morning, may Allah protect us all. Right, I mean like we all have problems. Or I don't want to project on you, I have a problem. Right, sometimes you start checking and it's like you, we're, we're addicted to these devices. Let me check, see what's going on. See, What about a Qur'an addiction? What about a heart addiction to the Qur'an? To where you wake up and it's five, six o'clock and I feel really uncomfortable because I haven't opened the Qur'an yet today. That app on my phone hasn't opened yet today. That book didn't open yet today. And you feel uneasy uneasy because your heart's alive fully alive connected we all need to get there i need to get there and it's something that takes constant work but to feel disturbed and uneasy because i need to read the quran i need to remember allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. i need to read what's beneficial i need to reflect in the same way that when you see pain poverty hardship i'm uneasy not actively doing something about this i need to go and do it i need to go feed the poor i need to go out there and help the orphans. I need to do something productive about this. I can't just ignore it. These are the two streams to the heart that the Prophet is talking about. Like, no, I can't ignore this. I feel uncomfortable. So set higher standards. Set higher standards for yourself. Objectively, how much more Quran are you reading with tadabbur and tafakkur, with contemplation, now than you were before? Carve out a time of the day. Be super uncomfortable. If the clock hits a certain hour of the day and you haven't started your recitation, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revive our hearts constantly and may Allah let our hearts be in the best state when we die.
May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ya muqallib al-qulub, thabbit qulubana ala deenik. O oh Allah, turner of hearts, make our hearts firm on your deen and let the best state of our heart be on the last day of our lives. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala connect our hearts to his words and to the deeds that are pleasing to him. Allahumma ameen. Assalamu alaikum Islam Box family. As you guys know, our channel has been demonetized by YouTube recently. We need your support more than ever. Your support can help us continue to educate and motivate people to make and publish videos daily. Jazakallah.